right, Fed Speak listeners, here we are. Post race, uh, sitting down with Joni Cron, uh, oh, for a post race interview slash a whole uh, swath of other great information um, from Joni. Um, I've known Joni for I think about five years now through cycling, and from the moment I met her, I just thought, wow, um, this 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 woman is amazing. And just uh, inspiring. So, Joni, thank you for taking some time post race to um, sit down and just talk to us and the FitSpeak listeners, and just lay it on the line for a shoot from the hip. We want to know all about you. Um, I've got this. Uh, I've been given this medium um, to introduce everybody in my circle, and I want to get the um, people to find out who myself, along with um, uh, the FitSpeak people, um, get to hang out with and and how we are motivated by the people that um, we get to hang out with. So um, where do we begin, Joni? Uh, Joni Curran, uh I believe... Um, road for the Canadian, uh, road for Canadian and American pro teams. Um, she's been riding for 12 years. Um, she is a crit racer. She's a road racer. Um, she is, uh, the head coach for the Power Watts over at Fortius. She's got a master's in kinesiology. Like I say, uh, She's just full of great information. I want to welcome you to the uh, mobile unit <laughs> of the FitSpeak headquarters. Welcome, Joni. Awesome. Thank you. And thanks for the great uh, intro. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm a little kid in a candy store when I get to um, talk to people like you. Uh, <laughs> just because you're just full of great information and uh you know, I think we're both on the same page in terms of uh, just spreading the good word of good word of health, endurance, and um, and uh, nutrition. So, uh, where do you want to start here? What would you? Where should we go for from here? Well, you know, uh, I think what's uh, keeping me busy and my main focus right now um, is the tandem. Yes. So. Um, Something I like, I always like to talk about because I'm really passionate about it. Yes. I'm happy about where I am now uh, regarding this. Okay. So for the FitSpeak listeners, uh, Joni Cron just represented Canada, correct? Mm-hmm. In the 2016 Rio Olympics. Um, the Paralympics. The Paralympics. Um, I don't even know where to begin with that. That's just a huge topic. Uh, Joni, maybe you can steer the, 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 the direction in the ship on this, this conversation mm-hmm. in terms of the, the Paralympics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, I was uh, racing professionally on the road. I covered a lot of the North American racing scene, racing Europe and everything. And in 2015, fall 2015, um, I was given this opportunity to be a pilot for um, a 
visually impaired athlete. Her name was Robbie Weldon, um, defending Paralympic champion uh, from London 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, her pilot was uh, Lynn Bessette, um, which is one of my favorite athletes and mentor and everything. So um, it was a huge honor, which I accepted. Um, and then I started summer of 2015, one year prior to the Games. So I had to deliver pretty quick, learn how to steer a two-people bike, um, and uh, went all well. Switched partner at the end of the summer. I'm now with uh, a girl from Saskatoon who's amazing. Uh, her name is Shauna Ryan. Mm-hmm. We're pretty good friends, too. Um, and since then, we've had uh, such a great journey together. Um, going to the Games last year, attending the Games was for us um, such a great yeah great day great opportunity uh, we were not expecting it and uh, we were working towards it um, but then yeah having the the chance to go there um, was a great um, yeah it was just so awesome in many ways and now we have our eyes focused on Tokyo mm-hmm. um, it's a great, it's a great discipline. So now, when you said that you were given the opportunity to uh, represent Canada in mm-hmm. the tandem Paralympics, you also noted that you didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So, mm-hmm. how much time did you actually have to prepare uh, for the 2016 uh, Rio Olympics? Um, yeah, it's it's hard to uh, answer. Basically, we focus on the early season to. Um, make our criteria and secure the following year, which is 2017, uh, in terms of funding and everything. Uh, in our first race, we just uh, did so well. We broke a Canadian record, uh, which put us in the pool. Um, when the selection was done in June, we were alternate. Um, so there was a maybe from early June, games being in September, and we knew that we were going in around August 20th. The games, we left for the games September 7th. So um, it's a very short notice. Mm-hmm. Um, how I prepared last summer, I raced as much as I could. Um, I raced for uh, Fearless Fam, which is a great American team, lots of crits, anything that would keep my head straight. Um, keep my heart into it and uh, yeah I mean it sounds a bit cliche but uh, never stopped uh, believing you know mm-hmm. uh, I remember because um, we are two women's talent team pretty close the four of us and the other pilot is actually uh, my best friend mm-hmm. and we were seated together in May and um, it was announced that they would go and she looked at me and said Joe, I don't know what's going to happen, but what I know is that we'll be in Rio together. And since that moment, and I just never stopped believing, neither did Shauna, and we went to the games, and yeah, it was awesome. How long have you known Shauna for? Um, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, how we started together was, mm-hmm. uh, obviously we changed teams, but she's actually the first person I had the chance to pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, after Robbie asked me to be her pilot, mm-hmm. I had to do a trial 
mm-hmm. to um, basically get a result. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing what Vancouver weather was mm-hmm. in the fall, um, I found a nice um, sunny place mm-hmm. where I had some good connections. So I set up a trial for Shana and mm-hmm. I in November 30th, the limit date being December 1st. We did a 20K time trial, supposed to be in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Could not find an official, so I went across the border, mm-hmm. and we rode in Tijuana. Into what? Tijuana. T- no kidding. <laughs> yeah, so never rode the tandem. <laughs> Let's meet in San Diego. Let's race in TJ. Let's fly on Monday. So that's how I started the That's tandem. amazing. That's that amazing. And so... The introduction to the music is a perfect example. It's the, I feel like it's the embodiment of you as the person, the, the woman that I know, in terms of living life the best way you know. It's, it's more or less the rock and roll lifestyle when it comes to being an athlete mm-hmm. and, and you have to really embrace and, 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 um, welcome any, any adversity into your life. So here you are. Um, you've been invited um, to represent Canada. You, you know, you're qualifying in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Could you ever have imagined? Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. That, you know, I remember Friday afternoon. Yes. Um, we picked her up at the airport, put the bike together. I hired someone to help us, mm-hmm. and we were just about to start. And I, I said, Hey, wait a minute. How do I? How do I do this? How do I start a bike, you know? And the day after, I was doing it, a time mm-hmm. trial. So that, that's how I started. And now, you know, get results and compete in the highest level in that discipline. So so you had to qualify. So Yeah, that was to get into the program, actually. What do you have to, what, what, in, what, uh, um, what happens for the qualifying? Yeah, so basically for that first step that I took in 2015, I had to achieve a a time standard Mm -hmm. uh, on a given, just as a track, you know, uh, there's an A standard, B standard, Mm -hmm. which is based on results from previous world championship. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I had to do this in order to get into the program. That Mm -hmm. was my my entrance. And um, yeah, for me, it was, I mean, that story is a a bit crazy, but Mm -hmm. um, when you want something, I think you have to put the resources and just make it happen, and mm-hmm. that's that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it yeah. panned out. So you you obviously have a, a pretty uh, long reach in terms of uh, reach. You know, uh, pooling your resources in order to make things happen from the east coast to the the west coast. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're you represent yourself as a brand really, really well, right? So was it difficult in terms of financial financial I don't know, money, mm-hmm. to get yourself to Tijuana and all these... Yeah, I mean, that was a very short trip. Um, I've had some very good support from my federation for that specific project. Yeah. But uh, now I have some decent support mm-hmm. from Cycling Canada, from mm-hmm. like any other Olympic, Paralympic athlete. But mm-hmm. the, w- the way to get there, uh, I mean, I raced my bike without salary for mm-hmm. X years having some pretty good results mm-hmm. I always found a way uh, you know to, to make things 
make things happen mm -hmm. and uh it's been very challenging you know mm -hmm. um but uh I also learned a lot outside of the racing and everything mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that mm -hmm. yeah and that's the big thing is just being grateful and appreciative those little things are the things that open up new doors and opportunities and you know leads you down to qualify in Tijuana of all places right yeah. did they did they happen to check your bike at the border for no <laughs> for paraphernalia or for anything like no, that? no it did not happen but um actually that Tijuana adventure would would not have been possible without some Mexican friends I have ah. who live in San Diego and um that's one thing I found that makes it always made a huge difference for me is mm -hmm. um, I have an amazing network of friends mm -hmm. that you know I made over the years and uh, mm -hmm. we're all in the same boat mm -hmm. and we're all helping each other in mm -hmm. any way we can supporting each other mm -hmm. and um, sport mm -hmm. cycling mm -hmm. in, podcasting in yeah podcasting it or just mm -hmm. connects everybody and uh, this is how yeah this is how well this is how the the, the big wide world of sports and um, everything kind of works right mm -hmm. I mean it's about networking it's taking something from nothing and turning it into something and exactly. and you're the the prime example you've gone to Rio mm -hmm. on nothing yep <laughs> and 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 you've come back and how was your experience in Rio and and I'm sorry. What was your um your tandem partner's name? Shauna. Shauna. So yeah. How did you place? How did it all play out? So we placed twelve on a road race, thirty to the TT. Mm-hmm. Um, time trial was I would not say a disappointment, but it was a good course for us in mm -hmm. which we underperform on our uh, yeah. We just underperform from what we were really capable mm -hmm. to do. Uh, road race was a very challenging course in, mm -hmm. in which we did not prepare mm -hmm. um, but we're really happy about that race that mm -hmm. we did how we handled things so mm -hmm. um, my little my only not disappointment is mm -hmm. not having the right not having put the right preparation in mm -hmm. the months before mm -hmm. just because we got there so late mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you that as soon as we finished the road race, mm -hmm. we were in the, the hotel room and not, not celebrating or anything, but already talking about how will we get better for the next four years. So that's that's amazing. We partied after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but also, too, I mean, the, the preparation, I mean, in such a short amount of time, you're trying to pull everything together in order to get yourself qualified mm -hmm. then also to Rio so I mean you already know how to ride a bike so you sort of put that kind of um that practice and tra training in terms of um you know the game game day situation kind of a little bit on the back burner because all the other things are sort of taking precedence at that time isn't mm -hmm. is that would that be correct yeah um as you just mentioned um I think I've had enough racing experience. Yeah. I know how to race a bike. Tandem, I had to adjust. It's a totally different dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, the yeah, the bunch racing is different. Um, but yeah, it's about managing the stress, knowing the courses, and mm -hmm. uh, forget about everything that could have been done and 
and just being okay where are we now how can we maximize what we have now mm-hmm. and another day that you have everything you have more money in the bank mm-hmm. maybe or you have yeah all the training all the right preparation this mm-hmm. is when it, it serves you you know so you are planning to return to the next olympics mm-hmm. in i i guess now three and a half years three mm-hmm. years from now yeah. as uh a tandem rider. Now, there must be an official name to your position on yeah. the bike. I'm a pilot. You're a pilot. And she is the stoker. The, pardon me? She is the stoker. The, the, the yeah. stoker or the stalker? Yeah. Stoker. Stoker. Okay, okay, okay. And and what are you doing in terms of preparation for that in, in getting yourself to the next Olympics? And, you know, mm. to be honest, I... Don't know where the next Olympics are. Yeah, uh, Tokyo in 2020. So um, one thing I have invested a lot of energy this year is putting a very good team mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, most of these resources are at Fortius, mm-hmm. where I'm working. Uh, mm-hmm. My strength coach, mm-hmm. dietitian, Cairo. Mm-hmm. Um, so just putting a solid roster of people who will mm-hmm. follow me and mm-hmm. support me in the good and harder days, you know. Um, so that, that's that been year one. Uh, making sure how all the wheels are in order and um, having the proper training, which is, uh, you know, each discipline mm-hmm. is different. So try to be as strong and specific as possible for mm-hmm. our discipline, yeah. That's a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot of work, and that's a lot of time to stay focused and committed. It yep. doesn't really sound, though, like you're going to have any problems because you've surrounded yourself with all the right people, and you naturally have always done that your yeah. entire life. I think it's, um, you know, I've always had some great um, people around me, great mentors, too, mm-hmm. uh, in cycling. I named Lynn Besset, but... I worked with Tina Pick, she's a great friend of mine, uh, Anne Samplonius, Carrie mm-hmm. Sefrad, amazing mentors in the cycling world, amazing coaches, and um, yeah, over the years, you know, you gain more experience, and I feel like now it's, it's the time to use mm-hmm. all the things I've learned. That's right. And, it's your yeah, time to shine. Yeah, and just be good, you know? So, um, how can the FitSpeak listeners help you? How, how can, well, maybe I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but I guess I have a couple of questions. How can the FitSpeak listeners help you? Do you have a crowdfunding page or what about maybe perhaps um, the triathlete who's listening to this podcast or the cyclist, they can come and visit you at mm-hmm. Fortius and get oh. some, the, some, some coaching for their, to, uh, for their power. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can visit my athlete page on Facebook, like my page, send me a message, uh, you know, any support, any interest, curiosity about my discipline or discipline the tandem is great. Um, come to Fortius, mm-hmm. visit com, Power Watts, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we have amazing resources for any rider who wants to, to can- improve to. Can the FitSpeak listeners follow you on Instagram? Yeah. Um, okay. Joanne Caron. 
So hold on, say, yeah. say that one more time. Okay, Joanie Caron. Uh huh. Joash. Okay. So it's a long one. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. Easy to find. Correct. Um, and you also follow Fitspeak. Yeah. On obviously. Instagram. Yeah. So for the Fitspeak listeners, you're able to scroll through um, Fitspeak's Instagram page, and you can discover her, uh, Joni Caron, uh, on her Instagram. Yeah, totally. And I like to chat with people. I like to listen to people's stories. So whenever you see me on the road or uh, riding the tandem or a solo bike, and mm-hmm. yeah, just feel free to let's, chat, Tip- let's have a chat. Typically, where do you li- where do you like to ride? Um, You're in the Lower Mainland yes, presently. Uh, yeah, I am in uh, Port Moody, more specifically. Okay. Um, I love the Fort Langley, the Valley area. Ah, uh, yes. The best roads. The, these are the best roads. I love the long climbs, mm-hmm. riding in the North Shore. Uh, I went up Mount Seymour on Thursday. It was great. So yeah, the oh, valley, wow. valley roads, and climbs on the North Shore are my favorite. Well, yeah, actually, uh, those are some of Fitspeak's favorite uh, places to ride as well. Uh, uh, Glen Valley mm-hmm. and, and Fort Langley. Well, tons of times I'll see you out there waving as we all kind of are in our groups mm-hmm. rolling past. Um, uh, what kind of plans do you have uh, scheduled for the summer here? Uh in so, terms of tandem and yeah. all the rest of it? Um, our first races will uh, be in six weeks, mm-hmm. so May 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. We have two World Cups in a row um, in Italy and Belgium, so those two weeks of May. We have another World Cup in Holland, first week of July. Mm-hmm. And our most important race are obviously World Championships. Mm-hmm. At the end of the summer in South Africa. So uh, we're hoping to have a very good start of the season and uh, being able to focus on uh, our preparation for South Africa specifically. I'm just blown away when I hear this. It's, it's, you're living the dream. From the outside looking in, I honestly <laughs> can say you're living the dream of, of, of a rock star. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, any person who, enjoys these sorts of activities are just probably mind-blowing listening to what you're sharing with us because it's you know the circle of life and then eventually after a while you kind of get caught up in the mainstream of bills and commitments and dedicate you know and all this and and here you are you're you're living where most people would want to be doing right so yeah. Um, Is it difficult for you? Are you able to kind of manage? I, you know, I'm trying to manage like work, friends, mm-hmm. family, which are far, and you know, my priority, my current priorities, which are my my sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel a, a lot of gratitude mm-hmm. every day to be able to do what I love, mm-hmm. and um, you know, as we have spoken a couple minutes ago. Um, one of the things that makes it so awesome is the people around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. From, yeah, from all the friends I made since I, I moved here too. Mm-hmm. My Crit Nasty family, my team this year, um, girls are awesome. Yeah. So it's it's adds so much value to 
everything I'm doing, and I'm uh, very grateful. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking briefly, and just uh, one of the things we had sort of talked about was um, gratitude and appreciation, and the fact that, uh, you know, we've sort of kind of discovered that if we're appreciative and, and grateful, that new opportunities always Present, present themselves mm-hmm. so um i guess in your case you don't want to be closing any of those doors um considering that you're you know planning to go to 2020 olympics mm-hmm. right yes staying connected is super important uh, to my to myself to my core mm-hmm. and core from values and well and f- from what i've observed and noticed from you uh you're the the type of person that tries to pay it forwards. You're the type of person um, that tries to help people just naturally. It's I think a part of who you are. So I think that that's sort of that uh, that that character that um, allows new doors and opportunities to open up. Right. I mean, after all, um, you know, the Olympics is not to be taken lightly. It's, in my opinion, just a massive, massive accomplishment that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. And and also, too, you're also going to be able to take what you've learned from that and share that with other people that are hitting brick walls and, and hitting really hard spots in, in life. You can just talk to them and say, hey, like, you know, I know what you're going through. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if you look at it this way, then maybe maybe it'll just change things up a little bit and, and help you break through that little brick wall experience mm-hmm. that you're um, kind of, um, you know, hitting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things here, but... Um being in the Paralympic, mm-hmm. um, I see I have friends who are competing, training, racing, have disabilities, mm-hmm. and uh, they taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm yeah, I, I'm trying to bring it to my life, but um, I think it. I like to believe that it made me a better person. Mm-hmm. Being uh, involved in the Paralympics. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of paying forward, um, you know, I'm trying as much as I can. And one emphasis I'd like to to have is really um, the junior girls, mm-hmm. the up-and-coming girls, because I know that there are challenges and mm-hmm. hurdles when finishing high school, uh, transitioning to university, and um, it's hard sometimes to find the support and the resources, but... Um, there are some, you know, great athletes to be discovered, and um, yeah, I'd like to give back to the junior racer. Post two thousand twenty. Yeah. 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 No, and I I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, there's so many other things we can talk about. We should probably start wrapping up. I just want to let the Fitspeak listeners know right now that. Uh, we are in the headquarters. Uh, the seats are heated, and um, our um, our favorite athlete here is nice and comfy. But I want to also add that she has just won third place at the Br- Bradner Road Race uh, here in where are we? Aldergrove. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won third with her team. Who's your team? 
Kritnasi, Continental Kritnasi. And um, she's just sitting here in her nice jersey. She's all kind of freshened up after being um, soaked and out in the rain. Uh, but the other funny thing is she's wearing earrings. <laughs> I yeah, just... I'm covered in mud, <laughs> but I have earrings. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that with every any everyone and just let you know that she's a super, super for real and super down to earth woman. And for any of the women out there or listeners who know an athlete that is looking for some sort of help or guidance, I really feel as though um, you would be able to reach out to Joni Coran and, and pick her head and she'll... Uh, most certainly bring you in under her her umbrella of wealth of knowledge and and uh camaraderie um stuff like that um so to kind of get away from the interview now i'm just gonna put you on the spot once again with the shotgun round of uh uh questions um just to change things up a little bit um music what kind of music do you like to train to? Punk rock. Punk rock. Yeah. Any bands specifically? News for name. Yes. Pennywise. Pennywise. I yeah. like Pennywise. No effects. No effects. Yes. Even Colin. All that old stuff. So you like the fast pace. You like the beat. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, if you could be any rock star, tell me, who would it be? Um, Madonna? No, not really a rock star. <laughs> maybe punk Madonna. Yeah, punk Madonna, maybe. Yeah. That would be that would suffice here. Well, there you have it, Fitspeak listeners. We've uh, been sitting down with Joni Cron. Oh, one more thing before I, I forget. Let us know again where the ladies who want to reach out to you can find you through uh, social media and your website and uh, whatever other um, mm. medium you're using. Yeah, I think at the moment, uh, best way is to um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I have an athlete page. I have a personal page, but I have an athlete page. And where um, is that? Uh, what is that called? Yeah, Facebook, Joanny Caron. You'll find me there. Um, uh-huh. Do you want to, sp- could you spell Caron? Oh, yeah. Me? So, um, Joanny, my first name, J-O-A-N-I-E. Mm-hmm. Caron, C-A-R-O-N, mm-hmm. um, website under construction, but um, at the moment, caronjoanie.com, mm-hmm. so a little bit and of Instagram? here. Instagram, Joanny Caron, Joach, J-O-A-C-H, that's mm-hmm. a funny one, and uh, joanie.caron on Twitter, so got everything. Great. Well, there you have it, Fitspeak listeners. Uh, we're going to wrap this interview up with our favorite female athlete, female Canadian athlete. Uh, Thanks again for listening.